a strange molecule in Titan's atmosphere. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Connor Nixon, astronomer, planetary scientist, and associate laboratory chief in the Planetary Systems Laboratory at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center. Welcome, Dr. Nixon. Hi, Tanya. I'm very pleased to be on your show. Well, thanks for, for joining us. What are your areas of involvement at Goddard's Planetary Systems Lab? So as you said, I'm a planetary scientist. So I study the solar system. I study uh, planets and moons throughout the solar system. And my particular interest is in the outer solar system. That's where I think there's a lot of really exciting science to be discovered. And I worked for many years on the Cassini um, spacecraft, which you may have heard of. It was a great mission, flew for 13 years in orbit at Saturn. And we got lots of great science. And now we're continuing to discover about the outer solar system by using telescopes from the Earth. So that's, that's a large part of my work. And then I also work on designing future space missions to go back out there and find more things. Tell us about the recent discovery of a never-before-seen molecule in the atmosphere of Saturn's largest moon, Titan. Of course. So this molecule, which has a rather long name <laughs> for, a, for a small molecule, um, it's cyclopropenylidine, and it's a small triangular carbon atom. And it was found for the first time in Titan's atmosphere, which is really exciting because Titan's atmosphere has a very rich organic chemistry which occurs in it. And we believe that this could give us clues as to how life started in the universe. So looking deeper and deeper into that chemistry is really exciting for us. So it's kind of like finding a new puzzle piece. We found many other puzzle pieces before, but this is a new one. So it gives us a new way to, to look at the overall puzzle of Titan's chemistry and try to find out what's going on. So it's really exciting for us to have to find this for the first time. Well, congratulations on that find too, by the way. What makes C3H2 so strange? One of the strange things about it is that it's very reactive and that's just due to its um, chemistry that it doesn't have a lot of hydrogens already attached to it, which means that it's kind of hungry to go out there and react with other molecules. So finding it deep in Titan's atmosphere is kind of strange. Now this molecule has been found before, but only in deep space in what we call molecular clouds, which exist between the stars or in the shells of um, old stars. It's never been found before in a planetary atmosphere. So finding it there gives us clues as to how Titan could build up the uh, building blocks of larger and larger and larger molecules. So you'll see behind me in my background that uh, I'm on Titan and it's a very orange color and the orange color is due to the haze. So it's kind of like that really dense smog that we used to get from traffic pollution in, in Los Angeles Basin, which we don't get as much anymore. But um, it's very small particles that float around in the atmosphere and they scatter the light and cause it to have that orange glow. Now in Titan's atmosphere, we believe that there is some similar chemistry going on. So this molecule gives us a way to look at one of the very foundational building blocks of the complex chemistry that could be happening in Titan's atmosphere to give us this appearance that we see behind me. How might C3H2 be a signal of a precursor to life? That's a great question, Tanya. So one of the things we know about life is that it's built up on what we call cyclic molecules. And cyclic molecules mean that they're like a closed loop. So a lot of them are like a hexagon shape. Um, the simplest possible one is called benzene, which is a C6 molecule. And this molecule we just found is a C3 molecule, which are the carbon atoms are all holding hands in a triangular shape. So this is the smallest 
possible cyclic molecule which it can possibly be made. So this really gets, gets us down to the very foundations of building up these cyclic molecules. Now, as I said, cyclic molecules are the very basis of life. In fact, the DNA um, nuclear bases that we know, the A, C, T, and G, those are all based on cyclic molecules. So having found one of the very, very primitive examples of a very fundamental cyclic molecule maybe gives us clues as to how those bigger and more important molecules could be built up. We can see the terrain behind you, as you mentioned, but what's the surface of Titan like for temperature and pressure? Where on, above, or below the planet's surface might simple forms of life exist? Well, we don't know yet, and <laughs> we want to go and find out, um, but there are some speculations. So one of the things we know about Titan is that it's very cold. So the this, at the surface, uh, water ice is forming most of what we would consider the bedrock of Titan's surface. And water ice at that temperature is frozen as hard as rock on the Earth. But on top of that icy surface, we see these hydrocarbons, which are kind of like a tarry, um, oily substance, um, similar to petroleum products that we see on the Earth. Now, some of these lighter hydrocarbons, like methane, which is what we use in our natural gas that, that comes in our stoves, um, turns into liquid at the, at the temperatures of Titan's surface. So behind me, you see a, a nice methane lake. And one of the things we don't know is what types of exotic life forms could exist on Titan. We've never, we don't have any examples of methane lakes on the earth. So we don't know what could live in those uh, lakes. And one of our earlier um, works a few years ago, we found a, a different molecule, uh, which was considered that it might possibly uh, form membranes. So kind of like a spherical enclosure, which could form like a cell wall. Um, and that was one of the really interesting finds we had a few years ago from this, from this same telescope that we have now. So really all these discoveries are probing deeper and deeper into what could be the foundations of, of life um, on Titan, maybe in Titan's lakes. What are the tools we use to study Titan from Earth? And when will our next probe land there? Two very good questions. So. As I mentioned, we had the Cassini spacecraft, which was orbiting around Saturn until 2017. Sadly, the spacecraft ran out of fuel, so we had to end that mission. So since then, we've been using the other tools that we have, and those are telescopes. We have lots of great um, observatories, and in particular, the one which I've been using recently is called the Atacama Millimeter Submillimeter Array. And this is like an array of 66 kind of radio dishes that are in the Atacama Desert in Chile. And those are really um, great uh, tool for being able to probe deep into Titan's atmosphere. Now, in the longer term, we can look forward to having new missions going back to Titan. And one of the missions that was recently approved is called Dragonfly. And this is a NASA mission to go and land on the surface of Titan, and believe it or not, to actually fly around with a giant, um, I can only call it a quadcopter, um, which is actually going to be about the same size of those recent Mars rovers that we have on Mars, except this one will actually be able to lift and take off and fly around and relocate on Titan several miles at a time. Uh, this is going to land in the early part of the 2030s. So we do have a bit of a wait. Um, but when that gets there, it's going to do all kinds of really great science, being able to uh, measure the properties of Titan's surface, measure the chemical composition, right down in situ on Titan's surface, which of course we can't do from the Earth. Dr. Connor Nixon, astronomer, planetary scientist, and associate laboratory chief in the Planetary Systems Laboratory at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center. Thanks so much for joining us, Connor. If somebody wants to connect with you and maybe they want to understand more about your work, how can they do that? 
Yes, so if you Google my name, you will find my uh, NASA website. I'm also on Twitter. You can Google me at uh, Connor Nixon, or my Twitter handle is Shamrocketeer, which is based on my Irish heritage. And I think uh, you should be able to find me very uh, easily <clears throat> on either one of those two uh, sites. Thank you so much again, Connor. And find more of my interviews right here on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.